everyone. Welcome to Never Seen It, a podcast where I force my friends to watch a movie they've never seen or they gently ask me to watch a movie I've never seen. Today, I'm joined by Amber and I have a black cat named Poe. Alex and I won my elementary costume contest dressed as a square pumpkin. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I forgot. On today's podcast, um, I've never seen The Blair Witch Project. I'm excited. Alex, how have you never seen the Blair Witch Project? Um, I do not know. I've seen the Blair Witch Project 2, Book of Shadows. <laughs> there's a sequel? Like, yeah. And then there's there's like also a remake called Blair Witch that came out like four years ago that I uh. also have never seen, but I've wanted to. Um, I think because I was traumatized by, I think, just watching clips of it when I was little, like seeing mm-hmm. clips of it. Um, yeah, this movie like scared the crap out of me when I was younger. Yeah, I well, I remember seeing it when I was not too long. I didn't see it in the movie theater, but I watched it on vhs like we rented it like halloween one year when i was in fourth grade or fifth grade we watched it on halloween and i remember just like kind of being scared because i didn't know what was going on because i i would say it's also suspenseful you know the unknown but then watching it much later as an adult i was like this is a good movie and it's creepy it's super creepy um, because it, the Blair Witch Project, I don't know if y'all know this, but it started off the mockumentary, um, right. yeah, style. Yeah, hmm So we didn't, like, a lot of people didn't know that it wasn't real. And I don't know if that's a spoiler alert. No, I think that's what scared me when I was younger, okay. because yeah. I, I didn't know if it was real or not. hmm I thought it was real. I mean, when you think about it, it'd be fucked up if it was real, because it's like, these people, well, I mean, I don't want to give away the ending or anything, but like, I think how I would this movie, oh, okay, well, how would this movie get, like, come out if, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this shit Are happens. you okay, Alex? <laughs> She's choking. I'm choking. She's choking. She's choking. <laughs> I'm choking from the fear. No, I like, oh my god, I choked on my own saliva. I'm fine. This month is just very scary. Yeah, we're very scared. <laughs> this year this year oh my goodness i'm wondering if you're gonna be scared alex like i i've okay i've only seen this movie one time and lauren i know (laughs) this podcast should be called i've seen it once (laughs) i've seen it once it's been a long time (laughs) never seen it we usually get like one of us has never seen it and then like one of us has seen it like a lot and then another one is like i've i've seen it once yeah. Like 10 years ago. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah. <laughs> but it's been a, I've seen it's been a while podcast. So this came out in 1999. Pretty cool. Oh, and I was seven. Yeah. Wow. I was Damn. nine. I was, yes. So I was in fourth grade. Yeah. I was eight. So look shit. at us. We're all in elementary, little babies. And I was wow. the one who saw it in elementary school. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. So you saw it like early on yeah but it was because my like i I think my brother rented it and 
small house. So like we just sat down and watched it. Me and my sister, me and my older sister. She was she's a year older than me. Uh-huh. And so we were just like, okay. And we got like costumes put on and stuff, and then we went trick or treating. So it was probably not 1999 since it came out that year. Mm-hmm. Oh, but you know what? Unless we had a beat at that, probably. We had a a pirated a bootleg, oh. as oh, people exactly. call it. We call them beat at this. <laughs> <laughs> we probably did, yes, because I was in fourth grade. It doesn't make sense if I was in fifth grade. I was in fourth oh my grade. God, that's so insane. We, yeah. And this movie's already like, can you imagine someone holding a camcorder watching this movie? Because this movie's like on a like a video like camera. I just mm-hmm. can't. <laughs> I hope it was good quality. Did it? Did could you sleep after watching this movie? When I was little, yes. And then when I saw it, um, I don't remember. I it was probably like on Netflix at some point because, or maybe it was at the Redbox, <laughs> like in two thousand ten. I know, uh, because me and my sister, and we watched it in college, and we were like, this is really creepy, <laughs> like watching it yeah. as adults, and then we were like, we're going to watch something else after this movie, because we saw it like at night, like at midnight, and um, I think we put on like Pocahontas or some kind of Disney movie to like kind of like cleanse the mind palette, Seriously. because it's really creepy, because um of where we were at we were in kingsville and our apartment was um on the you know getting to be on the outskirts of town so like across the street is all like brush oh yeah and so like this movie also takes place i don't i think i don't think this is a spoiler alert but it takes place in a wooded area yeah i got that okay so we were (laughs) like "Mm, let's watch something to cheer us up yeah, so I know about like where it takes place. Um, I know about the little stick people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think also like some of my knowledge, um, which if we, if my brother is on this podcast in a couple of episodes, like we are planning, um, he's gonna say that most of his horror movie knowledge comes from the movie, like scary movie, right? <laughs> and oh, I think yeah. that's that's like the same for me with. Uh, with Blair Witch, with Scary Movie One, like where she runs into the woods and has like her giant snot bubble. Yeah, there's it's been like <laughs> there's so many parodies of it, and it's yeah. huge in, in pop culture, you know, and and everything. I think someone at at some point has done it, and mm. it's really iconic. But when you're watching it, I mean, I feel like I kind of forget about it. Yeah, because you're just freaked out. Great, because when oh, she says luck, like, Alex. yeah, because well, you know. <laughs> When she says, I am so scared, like, like, yeah. Yeah. You feel mm-hmm. it, too. You feel it. She has that fear and nobody to talk to, I guess. Or, like, you know, well, they're, you know, they're out in the woods and stuff, so, and scared. So, yeah. What do you know, or what do you remember, without giving too much away, about the movie, Lauren? Mm, okay, so... I think the one thing that really sticks out to me, because it's, it's been a few years, you know, since I've seen it, I don't really remember why I put it on. I think it was just because, like, it's time. This is a super iconic horror film. Um, I'm assuming it doesn't ha- didn't have a big budget. It's such a small idea, and it, mm-hmm. it was huge. And it kind of reminded me, like, when Texas Chainsaw Massacre came out in the 60s, people, and it said based on a real thing oh yeah it freaked Mm -hmm. people out so and when this movie came out people assumed the same thing 
And I think that is so brilliant how it just like chilled everyone to the bone because it seems it's just fucked up. Um, one thing I remember that will always haunt me forever is literally like the last scene. And I don't know. If oh, ever... yes. Oh, my God. It's going to stay with me forever. Like, That's, I think that thing. I think that part, there's two parts that really, really, really creep me out. And mm -hmm. one of them is that last part because it's just so chilling. And it's just like, uh, yeah, me too. Same here, Lauren. Damn. I'm so sorry, Alex. I know. I can't watch it at night. I'm so excited to be traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> like we are. <laughs> join. You'll be so happy to join the, the hundreds, millions. Lauren, when you were saying of like how they basically like marketed this movie as like mm -hmm. it's based on a true story. Um, how much like how similar is it to Paranormal Activity? I can't even answer that because I've never seen that movie. <gasps> <gasps> yeah. I guess we know what we're watching next. <laughs> I've never seen that because it freaks me out too much. Okay. Um, that's yeah. probably the thing that scares me the most. When you're in bed at night, you don't know what's going on. When I'm, you know, Eric and I are going to sleep, I have to have the doors closed. I can't have them open. Same. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm the opposite. I guess since I... <laughs> When I was younger, obviously, I was always, like, closing my door and being like, oh, no one come into my room and locking my door. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, it started in college. I would just sleep with my door open. And now, Ooh. like, I have, I have to sleep with my doors open. Like, even my, my closet door has to stay open. Like, I Oh, feel, even I, your closet? Yeah. I'm not oh someone who gets, like, claustrophobic. Like, I, I've always said that, like, if I could sleep in a closet, I probably would. <laughs> I just, I like tight spaces. But something about having all the doors closed makes me claustrophobic. Mm -hmm. I can't have the closet door open or the other door open because I just feel like if I wake up and there's, if I see something, I'm not gonna be able to go back to sleep. I have to have the, the door closed, the closet door closed, everything's closed. Yeah. I guess for me, like I don't want to feel trapped. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, if everything's open, I can just like run somewhere. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. As soon as I go to sleep here, and you know, sometimes I would have trouble with it at home. But since we live at the apartment, you know, there's been situations that's happened. Nothing major. Mm -hmm. But like I was sleeping and it was like, I think it was like on, vaca on my vacation. So it was like nine o'clock. Well, like my frame, my my frame with me, Eric, Tracy and John Cusack when we met him, it just fell You're off. Like, and, my, and my friend, John Cusack. John and, Cusack. My, <laughs> and my really good friend, John Cusack, who we met and everything. <laughs> it fell off. Oh, like, I think I, off the yeah. wall. And it's it's on one of those command strips. Like I didn't understand how that happened. Oh, so that's scary, scary story time. Yeah, like a week later, or not even that much longer. Like I think it was the same time because it was in the early morning before noon. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, and then it was actually that box you gave me, Amber. It's a really, really pretty cigar box. Oh yeah, uh -huh. it was. It's on my top shelf in my uh, closet where I keep all my like, uh, like cute little boxes to get pictures in, you know, and stuff like that. It just mm -hmm. fell. <gasps> like oh I don't know why. I was doing laundry and then it just fell. So you're like closet doors closed forever. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm, yes. lo I'm looking around my apartment like, well, fuck. Like what was that? You know, it's just it's mm -hmm. like all in your mind. But like, so rewatching this movie again, I'm I don't know how I'm gonna sleep. I don't know. Okay, I'll just like watch it during the day. 
Yeah, yes. during the day. Because, yeah. like, hereditary, I was able to go to sleep. But then, oh, like, weeks later, I, um, I keep thinking about it. And I'm, like, already getting to that second viewing. By the way, I'm already, mm-hmm. like, hmm, thinking of putting it on. And I'm hmm. not sure I want to do it because I think I'm going to be more scared. The, the It's weird being more scared the second time watching it. I feel like it's going to happen you, again with Blair Witch. Yeah. Because you know what's coming. Yeah. Kind oh, of. It's weird. And the first time you're watching it, you don't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah. So you're like, okay. Yeah. No, I get it. No. And also like my cats, they figure out how to open doors. Mm-hmm. So it's oh, like the yeah. velociraptors. Oh, <laughs> I forget. Alex hasn't seen Jurassic Park. <laughs> so I'm know. not going to say anything. No, no. But my cats have figured it out. One of them like kind of moves, jiggles the the doorknob and the other one pushes. pushes. But they don't work. do it all the time. Yeah. And so working from home because of... COVID-19, they'll do it every once in a while. And it's just like the doors creak and I'm like, nobody is here but me. And then they just mm-hmm. walk in and I'm like, okay, we need to not do this because I'm going to have a heart attack if y'all do it again. <laughs> so I'm going to have to watch this movie during the day also. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I think, well, see, because I like to torture myself. I like to watch scary right. movies at night in the dark, but like cuddled up and you know, if Aaron's here, then I feel better. Um, Aaron's my boyfriend and I feel better. And also we were like, I was texting him and I told him like, I feel like watching Hereditary. And he's like, you're not going to sleep. And I'm like, it's okay. I'll just wake you up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'll just exactly. wake you up. And he's like, oh, okay. Yeah. I think <laughs> horror for me has turned into like Amber said, like not a, like, I guess also a way to like torture myself um and it just comes from like being so Mm -hmm. terrified as a kid and like not understanding um horror when i was little and i remember there like countless times like walking in on like my parents would go to like their friend's house and they'd be like oh be with the other kids and they were like a little older um Mm -hmm. and they always had like the scream movies on i was always so scared um but as I got older, Scream is now like one of my favorite like film franchises and watching horror for me is just a fun way to like escape and also appreciate like a different genre of film. Um, mostly like because we have like dabbled in filmmaking and it's just so fun to go through that process. And so I'm always thinking like beyond just what i'm watching like oh Mm -hmm. what was like what was the cinematography like the score the screenwriting and like all the other elements that go into it um and so yeah it's fun to like revisit movies like blair witch the blair Mm -hmm. witch project um that i was like really scared of when i was little and to see see it now so we'll see I know I'm actually really excited to learn a little. I mean, I I don't want to dive into that yet until after watching it a second time. Mm-hmm. But I'm really excited to find out more how it was made. What was the process like? Like, definitely want to see how that all happened and how it became this humongous hit. Um, mm-hmm. That's going to be in the genre forever. Yeah. yeah. That spurred a thousand movies of, mm-hmm. you know, the homemade movie um horror like film found footage yeah found footage or yeah or like uh you know tapes because i think even like when they remade texas chainsaw massacre the one mm-hmm. with just jessica beale oh i love that one yeah and they started out like this is like they have like 
Well, it's kind of like, like they start out with like the found footage kind of thing, but it's like law yeah. enforcement found it and they kind of go through it. Yeah. And I think, you know, it looks real. Things, I believed it forever. Yeah. The, the mm-hmm. more realistic something looks and feels like the scarier it is because it just feels like even though like I didn't I don't grow up in I didn't grow up in the area where this supposedly took place nowhere near it not mm-hmm. even a place that even looks like it because Doriel has no damn trees just cactuses it's a desert mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know like I just feel like this could happen like this is scary this is real or it's so scary that this happened and um and i think like stripping you know there's different types of horror films you know like you know slasher films and gory films and like um serial killer ones Mm -hmm. and you know those and i think like there's a different type of horror that is horror that is more stripped down so it feels scarier because it's more of like the the bump in the night and did I really see something in the corner of my eye? What I what did I hear? What you know, and what made that happen? Like you know, Lauren talking about the box that fell. Like what was that? Mm-hmm. Why did it happen? I'm not gonna think yeah. about it. I'm just gonna you know go on with my day, you know, and shadows and you know things like that. And I think like stripping down to like those basic elements. Um, I think those are scarier movies. And I think Hereditary yeah. also played with that with shadows. Mm-hmm. You know that you went over that. Um, when y'all watch that, and if you rewatch it again, you'll see so many things, Lauren, that you might not oh, have God. seen. So it's scary, you know, <laughs> and, you know, those are just like, you know, will I have nightmares? And what will my dreams look mm-hmm. like kind of thing? And so um, I'm really excited for you guys to be traumatized with me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but it is a good movie. And it's something that, like, I think everybody needs to see, like, Star Wars and Jaws and, um, you know, those classic films. That really um, started a new movement. Definitely, Alex. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm. I'm have my popcorn, and I'm gonna throw it everywhere. <laughs> Good <laughs> luck. The Blair Witch is sabotaging our podcast. Yes, we, <laughs> so we had to redo it because she was like, "Bitch, uh-uh, okay, I ain't having anyone talk about me." Yeah, Alex is talking smack about me, and so I'm just gonna ruin all this. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> so I said that like I I wasn't scared by the movie. Yeah, and Lauren's very disappointed because this is our our like part of our hollow quarantine viewing horror Mm -hmm. month um but yeah i didn't watch it at 12 midnight like lauren did um i watched it like yesterday (laughs) evening Mm -hmm. um so like it was dark outside but as i said in take one is that this movie came out in like 1999 so i think just being like 20 years removed from it and Mm -hmm. knowing everything that there is to know even though i hadn't seen it um, I think that's why I wasn't scared. And you know, there's not a lot of pop up. No. Like, no. It's pretty, like, when I first saw this, I was pretty scared, but mm-hmm. I didn't know what I was going to expect. Um, so that's pretty much why. But other than that, and I wrote this down, I, I made, so yes, I did watch it at midnight and, um, it didn't really matter. It's weird because I wasn't as scared. 
I remember being more scared the first time watching it than the second time. And mm-hmm. maybe just because I know what's going to happen or, but it's been years since I've seen it. So I thought maybe I'd be scared. It's got fucked up parts though. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. Like it's I wasn't scared, but my anxiety was really high. Okay. Yeah. Um, I understand it's like a horror thrill, like, but it's kind of a thriller. Like you're in the middle of the woods oh my God. with no way out. And it's like in 19, oh, it's supposed to be 1994. Yeah. Yes. Right. So I'm like, I would not go to the woods without my phone today. Yeah. So like, I can only imagine, I can't even imagine like being lost anywhere, like in a rural road in your car or in the middle of the woods. Like that's just, that gave that just like, oh, that's scary on its own too. Like that, if it was just a movie about like, we got lost in the woods, that is still like kind of like anxiety inducing. Oh, yeah. Like, imagine if they were just going out there, not even shooting anything, like, for no reason. I mean, and not knowing what actually happened out there, which is maybe not as good of a movie. But still, I think that's what's really scary about it is, you know, the unknown. Yeah, uh, this movie made me think of, I want to rewatch Cabin in the Woods. Mm. um, Because I just, I love the, like, meta of that movie. Like uh, that towards the end when like Sigourney Weaver comes out, I was like, this movie is either like the most brilliant thing that's ever written or it's the stupidest thing ever written. Um, <laughs> I've never seen. I've, I've, I've actually never, never seen. seen. Oh my I've god! I've never seen Cabin in the Woods. I didn't. <laughs> Should we have done that? <laughs> Probably. It is so good. Damn. And I've I've heard nothing but good things of that movie. I actually know kind of what happens at the end. Yeah, but I don't know everything else, so it'd be interesting to watch it though. I kind of wish I knew what was what had happened in the end when I first saw that movie because um, it made it more enjoyable. No, mm-hmm. um, to like know what what's happening. Oh, that's interesting. That's an interesting take. Yeah, dang, we should have done Kevin in the Woods. Anyways, too bad we, we did Blair Witch Project um, <laughs> because it is. I I said I'm pretty sure I said this in the intro um, that this is a movie that terrified me when I was little. Um, mm-hmm. And it was because of the marketing. And so that really mm-hmm. fascinated me um, how like this is like 1999. So it's not even like into the 2000s. And they like social media wasn't a thing. And they really, really like they took the idea of viral um, marketing and just like ran with it. And mm-hmm. that's why this movie is so successful. And like even down to like they they premiered at the i think the tribeca film festival in the midnight slot so it was yeah and up until they premiered they made it seem like it was a true documentary and that these three main characters um like heather was it heather mike and josh um, josh Mm -hmm. yeah they had like missing posters of them everywhere they had a website up that like Mm -hmm. talked about this they had a fake documentary on the sci-fi channel about the Blair Witch like oh my god they took the marketing of this movie like to a whole nother level and yeah I think that like it's known for being one of the best film like in terms of budget and like proportion Mm -hmm. like they made so much more money than they put into it isn't Mm -hmm. that crazy I think like ten thousand dollars to every dollar like yeah crazy i read something like that too like the budget was sixty thousand. like i can't even imagine that shit it took them eight days to make it um eight months to edit and like i said before in take one so i think what's brilliant about this movie is that it's really it's not long and i didn't realize that the original cuts like two and a half hours which i've 
I think that's really good that they cut they cut it down a lot because having it being only like 82 minutes long I think is what I saw I mean it's brilliant it's 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 just Mm -hmm. more effective um when it's when it's um not as long I wanted to bring up this New York Times article that they had last year because it was the 20th anniversary of this movie and uh, so I was looking through it a little bit, and it's and, and the the headlines, The Blair Witch Project at 20, Why It Can't Be Replicated. And it's a yeah. really good article if anyone's interested in, like, film and, like, the horror genre, where it's at today. This, I think the reason why we decided to do this movie, it's so iconic. It's very, um, like, embedded in our pop culture, even still today. And, uh, and I think it's an important movie. Like... I don't, it's weird. I feel like a lot of people don't really care about this movie, but um, it's it's really good. Watching mm-hmm. it again, I'm just like extremely fascinated by it. Yeah. Like the acting is so good. It's so genuine. Mm-hmm. Or it Very feels good. so genuine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, um, it was entirely improv. What? There was, yeah. There was no, their script was like, um, okay. So I got some of my information from always reading my IMDb facts, mm-hmm. but, um, I listened to this podcast called Guide to the Unknown and it's a brother and a sister who just like talk about anything and everything having to do with the paranormal. Um, mm-hmm. and I remember listening to an episode about the Blair Witch because, um, it's Kristen and Will Rogers and Will is like, he works for, uh, the To Hunt a Killer, um, like game subscription thing. Um, and, He's like a super fan with Blair Witch. And so I went back and listened to that episode. Um, and he kind of, he talked about the whole like Blair Witch universe. So it's a great, it's episode 51 of mm-hmm. Guide to the Unknown. If like you want to go listen to it. But um, yeah, he talked about how the script was like 35 pages and it was just like kind of just scenes like motioning through. But as far as lines, like there was no lines at yeah. all. So just like situations? Yeah, and the oh like God. reading through the uh, the IMDb facts, like they because they were essentially the camera crew, like the three actors, um, the directors were would communicate with them through like walkie talkie, and so they were not even in the same vicinity as them most oh. of the time. That's crazy. And they would just tell them like today, like walk south, and like see what happens. Oh my God. Oh! Wow. Okay, I was also reading that they were making those fucked up noises cuz I mean, they, obviously they needed somebody to make it. So they were mm-hmm. like in the back like, you know, when you hear all that weird stuff that's happening like the first couple nights. Um, like they were in the back doing that. And I think at the end of the movie when you hear Josh's voice, mm-hmm. they actually recorded it and then they had it as a speaker like around the house. Yeah, and I'm just like I I think it I think that's what's so fascinating about this movie, like just from a filmmaker's perspective, like yeah. no one did this, and it's just fucking brilliant. Like having them be the writers of the movie, the fucking camera crew of the movie, and it, and then they're also the three main um, actors. Like I think that's mm-hmm. just so insanely cool. I I feel like that's just more what I, I'm more into that aspect of this movie than maybe the story unfortunately i mean the story is mm-hmm. very good like because that shit is all ugly <laughs> um yeah. you know yeah witchcraft fuck Mm-mm. i had no idea about i didn't i didn't look up any like i've never looked up background information about the blurred project mm-hmm. i don't know but the, i had no idea about that that's so crazy oh yeah my God. like all the the people that they talked to in the town 
Um, some of them are just townspeople that like improved. Well, obviously they are improv, but like some of them are actual townspeople. Like the woman that with the kid, uh-huh. and she like she was just someone that like they approached and she just like spewed out all that stuff like yeah i know about the really oh my god um other people were like planted by the directors like hey Mm -hmm. go and say this so like to be an actor and to be like completely in the dark from the beginning Mm -hmm. (laughs) like i i don't know if i like if i was an actor i think i would be like terrified for my life if i got this job they're not well known so this is like a huge job for them Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like I can't even imagine that. I was going to ask y'all about it because before watching this movie, I, I'll never forget the final shots. Um, oh, because yeah. The, yeah, to me, that's probably the most terrifying. That is. But yeah. I missed the part. Okay, so that lady with the baby, if she's spewing all this stuff and it's like fucking like her own mind or something, mm-hmm. they kind of played it in with the story, right? Because like, why does he face away? Do y'all remember? It was oh. one of the men said that, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. One of the guys, one of the men oh, said okay. that. Oh, okay. Because they had like, I was like, wait, this is kind of like confusing. Also, like, even though I've seen it, you know, several times, you know, mm-hmm. throughout the years. But when you're sitting down to watch it and like take notes, I'm like, wait, there's like two or three different storylines. I go yeah. back to the Blair Witch. Uh, one of the, the townspeople that they spoke to, he said that there was a man that lived in the house like in the woods or in the forest and that for and i don't think they say why he did it or how even how long ago it happened because mm-hmm. everything's kind of like they don't really say years or anything like that yeah um and they he said that uh, they took kids up there or kids went up there but he was killing kids in the basement and he would take them down one by one or by like uh like at least two or three at a time and he would have one kid face a corner while he killed the other one because he said that he couldn't have the kids he was he he didn't like the feeling of them watching them or having he he didn't want their eyes on him while he did it but there was like you know there's like all these different things and i'm like i guess this all goes back to like the blair witch her effect Mm -hmm. you know i don't know but and so like those last shots are so scary for me like as soon as i get to the house yeah. I'm like, mm. and it's it, like the last ten minutes of the movie, like adrenaline, and then like inside the house, mm-hmm. like did they build this house on the side? Did they find? Did they literally find an abandoned house oh, in the woods? Because it it looks really dilapidated, mm-hmm. and there's all those handprints. It's so unsettling. Yeah. Which I'm and sure the they symbols. had symbols. Yes, I did read about this. I was like, I don't think I did. Ooh. Um, so it was a house that they found out in the woods and they had to like oh paint over a bunch of the graffiti oh. and the, the handprints were like the kids of the, either the directors or the crew members. Oh my so God. they, they added those. <laughs> that uh, is so creepy. Yeah. Have you all, okay. Have y'all ever done that? Have you ever gone out to like a rural area to like an abandoned house? Um, so in my hometown, there's this, um, this like story legend whatever of this house called three chimneys and the story of it is that um it's out like in the woods also um (laughs) and i um and so the story is when you see the house you can see three chimneys from the outside but when you're in the house you can only find two and it's because the third one is like they killed 
someone or like children died or whatever and they like cemented over it and their bodies are in there i have never seen the three (gasps) chimneys house ever since like i was little that um like in high school and we would pass by like the area i don't know why i just i could never see it and my friends are always like no it's right there and i'm like i i don't know what you're talking about um but that's like the only ghost story Mm. for my town but yeah i don't (laughs) i don't think i would go into an abandoned house there's um and I, I wrote about it and I got in somewhat, I got some anger responses from people mm-hmm. who live in the area. But there's this really, it's a ghost town mm-hmm. in in the South Texas area that we're at. And there's there's abandoned homes. There are house, ha- houses that have just been left there. I think there was a business that it's also been kind of like, you just see like, like three walls now that have been I don't know what happened like if this just obviously it's been left behind but like it's just one little like you go off oh you go off a highway and you go mm-hmm. through a rural road and then there's another very rural road like just dirt and like you drive by and you see all of these like abandoned houses and that's what I thought about when in the Blair uh, Witch and maybe that's creepier to me because I've driven by there and I've just like uh-uh it's creepy like looked yeah. at all these terrifying yes, Aaron houses is like, you like the paranormal well I got a place for you and we okay. went at like it wasn't even that late but it was at night and because it's so dark there are no lights out there you're in the you know the country mm-hmm. like yeah. that and there aren't any trees you know but it's still like it's very dark you just yeah. you see the house when you pull up to it with your lights and it's Man. just like oh like you can see inside the houses so i'm like oh i don't want to it's a blair witch project i know like i like horror and i like the paranormal but i don't think i like being immersed in it i <laughs> like same I don't think I would go to places that are haunted. I know people that have done that. I know people mm-hmm. who love to like explore and I've been in a cemetery at night, like late at night. <gasps> Me too. Um, it's horrible. Um, <laughs> but it, it's an experience. I have to say, like, if you have any kind of interest in that, just do try it once. I, I mean, I know that sounds bad because, you know, you never know what can happen. <laughs> <laughs> but still like it's it's i don't know it's it's a it's scary i just scary. i think yeah, i'm more have... scared of like getting in trouble oh that's true. true see me too i'm like um there could be people who are squatting here and they might not be very friendly or there oh. could be people living here also there's cows and cows are very heavy animals and they will like charge you if they feel threatened that is my rural reporter experience with cows and livestock goats like you know what i mean like i'm like what if we step outside and there's a tarantula or a snake Mm -hmm. but there we we also live in the area of the yorktown old yorktown hospital which has Mm -hmm. been on ghost adventures and it's they had an experience there you all zach and crew Yes, and and you, there's still tours. I think they're still going to do tours this year for Halloween, but oh, because of cool. like COVID nineteen, like they're going to be like less people. But the tours are like they go from like ten p.m. to like 
four in the morning, y'all. It is wow. not like during oh, the day. Damn. I it's need to look creepy. up that episode. Yes. It's on I think we found it on YouTube. But like Aaron has my boyfriend Aaron, he has done that. He's done the tour of the Yorktown Hospital. Oh shit. And he's even recorded shit on there. Like stuff they found. And I'm like, I don't, don't, don't want to hear it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. Cause it makes me like I'm like 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 y'all said, like I can say it from afar. I don't want to be immersed in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of that, that was something I wanted to bring up. So I get back going back to this New York Times article, which was really fantastic. It really praised this film. And they did bring up like different movies that have come out like mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity. And yeah. that budget was way much lower and it did well as well because that you know that was kind of another one that really impacted the genre and they've made a billion of them and they're such good movies i've never seen them paranormal stuff isn't something that i can watch like okay so i watched this movie at eric's house at midnight he lives out in the country in the middle of nowhere and i was okay yeah i was actually okay um, like, yes, I was like, hey, come to the kitchen with me. But, you know, <laughs> other than that, I was just close asking to go to the bathroom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I was okay. But I think if I saw Paranormal Activity, oh, no, I wouldn't sleep. Uh-uh. And, no. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's, is there a difference with this movie? So something I was going to ask was, is, does paranormal stuff scare you more or witchcraft stuff more? Because it's, there's a big difference. I think that the scary thing about it is that they're both dealing with witchcraft. But you don't know in Paranormal Activity that it has to do with witchcraft until later. Oh, Until the other movies. But it's still, like, um, these are not professional. Like, you know how, like, okay, in Blair Witch Project, like, they're, they set out to do a project. So they have, like, the equipment. They have the audio. You know what I mean? So, like, there's a certain kind of, like, a little bit professionalism with it. But these other people, they're just like setting up cameras in their houses. And it's just like watching a security camera kind of yeah. thing and seeing something mm-hmm. happen. I know. And Aaron is crazy, too. He's like, we can just do that one day. I'm like, we're not going to do anything. OK, <laughs> we're not. We have security. We have like security cameras outside. And like if I see like on the app that says like movement at 345, I'm like, it better be a cat outside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm just like I don't want to see it but it still has that same creepy factory where you know when you're watching paranormal activity for the first time you don't know what you're looking at because I think it took a, I think it took a few times when I watched it that I'm like oh shit I didn't notice this thing I didn't notice that thing and oh, it wow. makes it scarier and I think you know like watching I feel like watching the Blair Witch Project exactly the best at night and in the dark so that mm-hmm. you could, I feel like you could see more. Yeah. And there was so many mm-hmm. times, you know, because I don't look it up. I didn't look it up and I didn't want to. Because I'm like, maybe I will see something that I never saw before. If I'm like really looking and paying attention. Yeah. But I, I didn't see anything any different. I did have some questions about some things I wanted to ask y'all opinion. But mm-hmm. Paranormal Activity, they did so well. And it's mm-hmm. so creepy because, you know, like every... I feel like every couple has one. Every couple is like a skeptic and a believer where it's like, you know, like whatever. It's nothing. Or like you believe believe in that. It's nothing. And so I think that makes it like creepier. Mm -hmm. But they expanded that into like five movies, four movies. Yeah. Yeah. I've only seen the first. I've seen the first 
three. I saw the fourth one a little bit, but I was like, this isn't interesting me. So I just walked away. Ah, uh, bummer. Like, bummer. walked out of the living room and did something else. Just, mm-hmm. it wasn't scary. It was just like, oh, I don't, this doesn't seem interesting. Yeah, they both seem to bring, like, a lot of realism into it. And that's probably what makes it so terrifying. Yes. Um, not necessarily anything popping out. Maybe in, it's probably different in Paranormal Activity, but... I think in this one, I think that's what was so I was so drawn to it. It's it's so real. Yeah, I I felt like I was watching someone's like home movie, which I think is exactly oh, yeah. what they wanted mm-hmm. it to be. But I was like super anxious because of all the fighting. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my god, I know. They're arguing and it was I kept thinking of Lauren. I was like, that's so ugly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I need them to stop yelling. Yeah. yeah. It, I mean, they're like just on the edge and they're like hungry and they're just so frustrated and it's you're really like it's it's just so fucked up and you're like it 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 does like raise the anxiety and i think that's another thing about this movie Mm -hmm. i something i was gonna ask to ask you guys was she ever annoying to y'all the main chick (laughs) i think she was to me yes at some points actually yeah a lot (laughs) i don't know because I read this um, thing that, like, she's supposed to represent, like, always wanting to document things. Like, that was her role. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And that Mike is, like, the audience. Like, saying what the audience is probably thinking. So, being, like, really frustrated with her. Mm-hmm. And Josh was, like, the peacemaker until he, like, disappeared. Um, but when I read that, and then it was, like, halfway through the movie. And I was, like, oh, yeah. I would be, like, super annoyed if someone was... Like, hey, we're, like, out here lost and you're still on the camera. Like, quit yeah, it. Turn it off. Yeah. Yeah. I wondered about how realistic that would be. Like, I was thinking, like, if it was us three in college and we were like, <laughs> we're going to go do this project for the South Texan. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go out into the monte and we're going to yeah. see. If there's, you know, something out there or whatever. And we're going to talk to people. And if we were lost, I feel like we would... But it's also, like, because we all know each other, I feel like we would be, like, okay, we need to, like, get down to business. We don't know where we're at. Let's put the camera away and stuff like that. So I feel like, you know, at some point when you're frustrated and stuff, you don't want somebody with a camera all up in your face. Yeah. Or, like, not even, like, because it also seems like I can see it as, like, not even paying attention or taking it seriously. Because mm-hmm. I think later on the movie, um, was it, is it Mike? I don't mm-hmm. remember which one said it, but he's like, I can under, I see why you like mm-hmm. look into this camera because it's like, un- it's like a filtered reality. It's like you're not even here. Oh, I think it was Josh. Yeah, that was kind of scary, right? How- I kept well, getting like, them like, mixed up. I made sure to remember who was who because I wanted to see like kind of I looking at the differences between them. I'm like, okay, which one would be my favorite? Who would I be? And mm-hmm. I think it's Josh. Yeah, you're totally I feel Josh. Like, yeah. Yeah, I I feel like I wouldn't I I don't know. Part of me was like, does she really know how to read the map? Is she messing with them? Like, is she fucking the compass? I was like confused about oh. where the map went. I was like, the, is she the one that's like actually making them lost or is she just legit lost and this like they just wandered into it or I, I just didn't know oh. they were just drawn to it. Like, like, um, like purposely, like dragging out the project. Yeah, like, oh, right. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, and that's so it, true. I don't know. I just, 
there's so many different scenarios people have come up with. Like one was like the two guys were really just dragging her into the woods so they can kill her, which I'm like, okay, that's <gasps> a bit much. Yeah, but I heard that theory too. Interesting perspective though. But still, mm-hmm. I mean, there's just so much that you can see. But I don't know. I'm so I'm so distracted. <laughs> Is everything okay? I don't know. <laughs> they're they're like freaking out. Okay. We got a lot of weird things happening on this podcast. I know. Yeah. It's just because I was like, no, the movie didn't scare me. Now I'm like actually terrified. I'm like, yeah. okay, let me get back Good. into like just that eight-year-old, eight, that eight year old, seven-year-old mind yeah. in 1999 <laughs> when I would see these posters and the like, I remember seeing the like previews and mm-hmm. yeah, it was because of this like hyper realism that this movie like put out um, like in its marketing, I was... I was so scared. I think that's why I never mm-hmm. watched it because even mm-hmm. the like cover with the little stick person, I was oh, like, yeah. no. Dude, I used to draw that little stick person oh, in school. God, like, I, I know. <laughs> thinking about my poor teachers are like, what the heck? I was only in fourth, <laughs> fourth grade. And I, you know, because of the year and I was in fourth grade, I definitely saw a pirated <laughs> version. Of uh, yeah, movie. I read that this was like a, one of the most like pirated films because oh, it was damn. it was an indie film um mm-hmm. and it didn't get a wide release and so like i've also read that there's like different um there's different endings and oh, if you if you own the vhs when it first came out you you only got the like one ending but mm-hmm. when the dvd version came out they put all four endings in there as, like, alternates. so there's and i yeah God. i didn't read what they what the endings were i should have but or I can't remember. What I'm they so are. curious now. I want to know how those other endings. But obviously thought, they went like, with this one. Yeah, I just thought like whoever was responsible for editing this, like one, how did you not get motion sickness? Like I was yeah, afraid to watch yeah. it in the living room, but I mm-hmm. I did anyways, and it wasn't that bad. But wasn't that like a big thing that people were throwing up because they're yeah. getting motion sickness watching it? Can you imagine this on a big screen? Oh god! Y- oh god! Yeah. I was going to ask because like when you're watching the beginning of the movie, it's fantastic. And you're what, you know, you're watching them document like them getting ready, which I loved. And mm-hmm. it didn't it just give you vibes of what people do now. Like yeah. this is just everyday stuff. We're always watching things like this yeah. on TV, yeah. on our phones, like people can do it from anywhere. And I was going to ask like if the if the camera work bothered you, because I feel like nowadays we're kind of watching movement stuff like that because mm-hmm. we're watching other people's videos. But that was just something I was curious about because I wonder if people like kids like nowadays who are like 10 or like, or like we're like our age, um, mm-hmm. would they be afraid of this movie? Would they be able to handle it because of all the motion? Um, and I don't, I feel like they, they, they might because of, I guess our technology yeah. today. And so like we've, we said directors and like writers, they're the same people. And so there are two dudes, um, Daniel mm-hmm. Myrick and Eduardo Sanchez. Oh, um, yeah, he's Cuban. <laughs> um, yeah, they're they're the ones who came up with this master plan of viral marketing. Wow. Yeah. Genius. Um, so I tried to watch. So I mentioned that I've seen book of shadows blair witch 2 mm-hmm. <laughs> when i was in high school because i chose to watch <laughs> that one instead of the original oh um, my gosh uh-huh. but um i couldn't remember anything from it i just remember like not really digging it and then i tried to watch blair witch which was the 2016 
sequel to mm-hmm. Blair Witch, and it centers around Heather's um, brother. And they oh. they do the same technique, except it's it's supposed to like they put it out in 2016, but it's supposedly shot like in 2014. So the like gear differences, the way this one was, um, mm-hmm. and instead of like just one person holding the camera now they have like they have a drone they have little oh. like ear cameras like ear pieces that so every main character wears and so you get it's the same feeling um but now you have like a lot more point of views than right. just like one or two cameras mm-hmm. and i read the way that they um premiered that it was at a comic con and it was just a couple of months before they put out the movie so like four years ago um and that they just had all these posters that said like there's something in the woods and everyone went in and they didn't know what they were gonna watch and it ended up being the trailer for Blair Witch and when the lights came up all the posters had been changed to say Blair Witch oh and so like it was this like surprise oh wow Um, no kidding yeah the surprise sequel. Unfortunately, people don't like it as much as they liked the original. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to follow up on that, though. Yeah. I think there's this there's this whole, like, Blair Witch universe. Like, mm-hmm. it has books. It has games. Like, it ties in across things that I don't think a lot of people realize that there's that. But for, like, a first-time viewer just watching, like, Blair Witch Project on its own is, like, is a good like standalone thing yeah Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. and i'm pretty sure like well it did scare the pants off me in 1999 Mm -hmm. and so i think it's like i said in the beginning it's just having that like 20 year distance from it and that it's where it was probably like super realistic 20 years ago Um, Mm -hmm. i think that's why most people were really scared of it yeah i don't think there have been many like they call it like mockumentary films yet. I, I I think I had said like, I think it's the first one, but Aaron pointed out to me, he's like, well, there was a um, cannibal Holocaust. Yeah. Which was like this, that, that, that it was kind of controversial. I haven't seen it. He wants to see it. He's, I think he's seen it. He wants me to see it, but I'm like, mm, cause I seen the trailer uh-huh. and it's, it's unsettling for me oh, because because I don't like, like, realistic, like, gore. I'm not yeah. even a, a gory, like, slasher type of horror film person. Mm-hmm. Like, I like paranormal, even though it's scary to me. But I guess that's why, like, I know that's what scares me. Mm-hmm. And, like, for blood and stuff, I think after a while I'm just like, mm, this is a mess. How much yeah. did they cost? What was the budget on the blood on this film and body yeah. parts? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I just... I'm not like a slasher type of film person, except for Scream, because I just I love that movie. Yeah. Um, but I I think I think he looked it up, not me. So this is secondhand information. But like mm-hmm. they apparently like the people who came out in the documentary, they signed like NDAs, or they would agree they agreed to not talk about like. I don't know. Actually, I don't know what I'm talking about. I might have misremembered that. Either the people came out and it didn't talk to anybody and they really seemed like they were missing or something, or the people kept acting in front of the camera. You know, like if 
they interviewed like Heather's family saying like she's still missing or whatever. Like they just yeah. kept going with it. Oh yeah, I, I don't think, remember. I think they were like instructed to not um to not appear in public until after the film was released. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that makes sense. That's why the like up until the film's release they had like missing posters. Yeah. Um of them. That's like that takes like method acting to a whole nother level, I think. Seriously, for real. Cause how long how long did it take to edit? Eight months. About eight months, yeah. Damn. And then you have to think about other stuff too, like how much longer did it take until they actually premiered and then it kind of word went out that it isn't real. Mm-hmm. You know? Going into scenes, I wanted to ask y'all what were you what were what do you think were the scariest scenes in this movie? Oh the ending. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I wrote that like my favorite scene, like uh, th- I don't know why, like my face just lit up with the iconic scene of all the stick people yes. in the trees. I was like, <gasps> this is what gave me nightmares as a child. Yeah. <laughs> like it's so like I love when things can become like so iconic in that way. Like the ghost face mask, like that's immediately like scream. Um, mm-hmm. Michael Myers mask, which was like a William Shatner face in halloween just spray painted (laughs) white like that's instantly iconic and i think that's what's great about blair witch project is it these stick figures which you like they never get an explanation like for what does that even mean um yeah (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's just this like creepy thing and it's they're sticks and it's just like the way that they've tied them together and it's instantly iconic Mm -hmm. and they're just hung from the trees in the middle of nowhere Mm -hmm. a bunch of them yeah. In different sizes. And some had like like little leaves, like, you know, kind of moss. And I'm like, mm-hmm. is this supposed to replicate the witch? Because she's like hairy. Oh, yeah, supposedly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she was supposedly hairy, according to that woman that yeah. they spoke to. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was really creepy. She was an like, actress. Oh, no, not her being creepy. I mean, like what she was describing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, like a beast. Ugh. Fuck that. Oh, you know what part? Like, okay, we're talking about scenes, right? And, mm-hmm. like, one of the things I want to ask you also, like, the ending, the last 10 minutes for me is the creepiest, but also where they're in the tent and it sounds like kids or something oh. is attacking them. That's a part where I'm like, I can't watch this film at night because I dreamt that, like, that happened. I was camping and that happened. Oh, shit. So that's why I'm like, I'm not going to watch it at night because that was yeah. a really creepy dream. Yeah, I don't think I'd go camping after watching this movie, though. Mm. As wonderful as it sounds, and I've been before, but like in a cabin, but not in a tent. I mean, maybe in Texas, but That's not, not anywhere real north. camping. Yeah, it wasn't real camping. That's why I don't count it. So technically, no. I've camped in someone's yard. That doesn't count either. But That's so cute. <laughs> we did that at Girl Scouts. Oh. But like, <laughs> I don't think I'd go anywhere up northeast. Fuck that. No, yeah, no oh. New England stuff. No, especially like, like okay, I feel like it's all creepiness up there because of like the New England area. You know, you had your Salem witch trials, and like mm-hmm. all of those witch movies are like based in that area. Yeah, no, no. Thanks. What's up with that? You know, um, that scene with when like so when their tent is getting fucked up. Like, you know how, like, someone's obviously fucking with them and, like, it could be the kids, like, they're pushing the tent. Um, Those were, like, the directors doing that. And they did not know that was going to happen. Oh. So their reaction was, like, fucking genuine. Because yeah. 
they didn't expect that. And I think that's just brilliant. So here's my question. Is it when they're running out of the tent and she's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. She she was supposed to pan the camera and oh. because she's genuinely terrified because someone is dressed all in white. Like, again, fucking with them, but trying to get the reaction. Um, But she just she never turned the camera. And so Damn. they just they just didn't get the shot. Um, so do you think it would have added to the film if she would have gotten, or if they would have gotten the shot or or do you think it's like chill with her just like being fucking terrified? Um, I I think part of what, what makes it scary, like this movie and like other films, I think like this one and paranormal activity is that we don't see anything. We actually don't really see anything. Yeah. There's nothing to see. There's nothing. And I think like, like not seeing what she saw, like what she says, like, what the fuck is that? Is that she, that, (laughs) is that like, but she also doesn't bring it up. Like she doesn't talk about, they don't discuss the next day. Like, Hey, did you see this? Blah, 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 blah. Mm -hmm. Cause I did like, they don't even bring it up. They don't even bring it up. And so like, we're just left with what the fuck does she see? And, and and I think I've said this before, you know, like sometimes what we imagine is scarier than what it really is. Mm-hmm. And so like your imagination does all the work for you. Mm-hmm. So like, oh, so Lauren, you would have wanted to see it. I think so. I hate to say it, but at least have one thing right. that because mm-hmm. we had the the sticks, the stick people, you know, we had that. Which was fucking terrifying. Then you go in the house, you have the handprints. The, well, the, even the motion of the tent, like you could see that something there. But even if you just have this one simple shot mm-hmm. of something, it's going to haunt you. And I think it would have had a more of an effect. Kind of like I'll never forget my experience watching signs i knew you were gonna say that lauren (laughs) i fucking knew it yes me too that creeped me out yes yeah when when you're in the when i that is just a movie i'll never forget watching for the first time because that that scene where he's watching that birthday party and it's popping out everyone fucking screamed like it was so good and having just that little glimpse is just gonna affect you forever and i and i don't know I would have been nice if you had like a simple pan and you see something like floating because they say, oh, she didn't have like her feet on the ground or something like that. Ooh. It would have been interesting a little bit. But I do agree also that, yeah, not seeing anything pop out, not seeing what they were seeing was still effective because you don't know. And obviously something happened to them and and it was still it was still really good. Yeah. So another scene that traumatized me. Mm-hmm. Um, is when they lose the map and yeah. um, is it Josh or Mike who's like I threw the map away it was Mike Mike, <laughs> and I'm like asshole. Mike I wrote down Mike is so problematic <laughs> what's like, your what deal <laughs> like, yeah isn't it wild that they don't know him yes yeah. and, like, and I didn't realize that either I'm like when she says like oh it's nice to meet you and he's like oh yeah thank you for this opportunity I'm like wah, wah. They don't. They're like not all in the same class or something. Yeah, well, apparently, no like Josh knows Mike, but like they all have never been in the same place, have worked mm-hmm. together, and they going on this project where they're going camping. Yeah, I don't even know. It's dude. like they all had this it, this similar interest into doing documentaries, and then like kind of 
all related they they got along really well in the beginning like they were vibing all cool and everything but Mm -hmm. like and i think like their shared interest of getting this documentary kind of drew them all together and i think that was kind of cool because there's some chemistry but at the same time it's like man when you think about it they don't fucking know this guy and i Mm -hmm. can't even imagine like you've only known him for a few days he fucking betrays y'all by throwing the map away because it wasn't helping but maybe he had the same idea like did he trust her like not i mean he obviously didn't trust her knowing that where they were going at all Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That was just that's crazy. I, I, I found that fascinating that they didn't know him. Well, I will say that you guys didn't really know me whenever Smiley invited me to go help on our first short film together. Uh-huh. Um, well, it was really y'all's short film. But yeah, it's like if I showed up and just like pushed y'all into the <laughs> like the little <laughs> pond that's there at the lake where we were shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Like I just no. roll up there and like start being aggressive with everyone. <laughs> oh my god! And now yeah. we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> and now we're friends. Yeah, we did. Remember when we made that scary movie that that Smiley wrote, but we didn't get to finish it. Very unfortunate that we didn't get to finish um, it because it was really cool. Um, uh-huh. what was it called? Eliza. Yes. Yes. Okay. That's the. Ma- was that what it was called? Yeah, it was Eliza. I think so. Eliza. It's that the one, one um, with the intruder, right? Yes, God. like the Snapchat stalker type thing is yeah. what we were trying. Is what Smiley was going for. That one was so fun. I no really one steal wish- this idea. It's our intellectual property. <laughs> yes, writers yeah. unblocked. Hashtag writers unblock. Copyright trademark. Yes. Boom! I loved it. <laughs> I loved it too. And then we just had to do a bunch of reshoots, and it just never got around to finishing. It never got. It. Yeah, it, like my think- film. Yeah. Well, it was like it. I think we did it in a couple of days. I don't know, but we're kind of going off tangent. But that one was so fun, though, and uh, it was fun because it was horror. We made a lot of movies that summer. It was a good summer. Mm-hmm. It was the best summer. Oh yeah, the one I want to ask you all: like when they wake up, her and when Heather and Mike wake up, and she goes outside and she finds that like that stick. The, that mm-hmm. bunch of sticks tied together and she opens it and there's stuff in it with the what do you what, okay yeah what do y'all think it is because i i think i i wrote down in the past i thought it was a tongue but like do y'all think it's a tongue an ear other body parts hair eyes fingers teeth because i couldn't tell i thought it was teeth amber remember i i watched this on an 85 inch tv i can t- <laughs> i can tell you that that was teeth <laughs> oh but what was I that big red was. thing i thought it was like this flannel like it was a piece oh, of his I, shirt. I think it was. I that's what I thought too because like it wanted them to know that they have like a piece of him. Like and it was. I thought it was well, the like, tooth. Mm-hmm. Oh, tooth. Okay, because like more flannel inside the flannel. Oh, I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. No, I thought that was just blood. Oh, okay. Amber, were you watching this on a 1999 TV? <laughs> no, I mean I don't know how big Aaron's TV is. And I was trying to like pause it. I think it was also the way I watched it on Voodoo. It was like if it was widescreen. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think that's because the way I saw it, it was like that. There was a lot of like blank space on all sides. So I'm like, I guess this is just the experience. Oh, okay. I understand. I watched it on my phone. That oh my could God. Be a oh, reason wow. why I'm not scared. <laughs> I cheated. I brought my iPad and I brought my, I had my phone and I was like, yeah, I, I think my iPad was dead and I was like, I'll watch it on my phone. Yeah. 
Oh, wow. Wow, we all had very different viewing experiences. We yes. really did. Different time of days and then different <laughs> technology. God. So um, <laughs> what was your favorite line from the movie? Because it's an all improv movie. Um, I didn't write too many quotes down. Well, one, I actually didn't write my notes until after the film. So I was trying to go through the quotes. But the one that I wrote, and I actually wrote it this morning because I remembered it, Mm -hmm. is when they were like trying to figure out which way to go and i think josh was already gone which i'm like that's so fucking terrifying like how do you keep going after that yeah Yeah. i would feel like i'd I'd give up but he was like well which way do we go because they went south the whole time and Mm -hmm. they brought up the whole like wizard of oz yes i loved that it was the wicked witch of the east um nice or was it the west i think that would be my probably one of my favorite quotes because that was I love how it tied into that and it's just really scary, but also like, I don't know. I think, I feel like that would be the thing that I would logic, I would use at that point. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like, well, actually, I would have said we're going north because the Wicked Witch in the North was a nice one. Yes. <laughs> With Glinda the Good Witch. <laughs> so we're going to yeah. go north. I like that too. Actually, I wrote that down too, Lauren. Oh, and cool. then the other one. Yeah, there wasn't many lines. I like, I just like that. I like because Wizard of Oz is my favorite movie of all time. So I like, I love that reference without having to say the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, just like in um Nora Ephron, she has like um Wizard of Oz references in her movies too. Like they'll play Over the Rainbow. Uh huh. I love that. Yeah. Um, the one I wrote down was, we'll all be, we'll all look back on this and laugh heartedly. And I'm like, oh girl, you're not. <laughs> Because she's like, y'all chill out. I'm, you know, I got this. And mm-hmm. and then she says it. I don't think it's it's not like one of my favorite quotes, but she says it a lot. She says, I know where we're going. And at that point, like, now that you bring that up, Lauren, about like, what do you think her intentions, you know, were? Mm-hmm. So now when I think about it, I'm like, was she really confident or was she really arrogant? Oh. You know what I mean? Because that map, it looks really confusing. Those are like. It's on those topographical maps. Yeah. Like people don't even like, I don't, at least I wasn't taught mm-hmm. in school how to read a topographical map. Like these are the ele- elevations of the land and stuff like that. Like that is really confusing. Like why not just have a regular map? I don't even know. Yeah. Like it just looked really confusing. Like mm-hmm. you're right. It's, he's like, this is useless. We don't even know where we're going. And so, but she's very confident, but it's, I think she mentions too, like, oh, well, I know somebody who has been up here and they told me to go this way. So oh. she's like, she's like doing the second, secondhand information also. Like, I know where we're going, even though she's never been there, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah. She says it a lot though. I know where we're going. I yeah. know where we're going. What about you? Like Alex, did you write anything down? Um, so my favorite line was when they're trying to like figure out the little rock piles and oh yeah she's like what if like the townspeople did this or like someone who's just messing with us and i forgot who said it but they're like no redneck is this creative and i was like <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i think it was mike i think he said that wasn't it messed up when they had like i think you know they're because those are supposed to be gravestones right i think they're like supposed to represent the people um, oh okay So uh, a lot of this was me just like reading more Mm -hmm. into it. Not that like I understood what was happening in the moment, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but 
Um, yeah, the like first ones are that dude that they those two guys talked about murdering people that there was like seven or six or yeah. whatever. So that's the first piles that they find, and yeah. then the next piles that they find are three, and there are three oh. people. Yes, and I assume that they were just doomed once that happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. You know something else that I noticed too, and I guess like just like watching it again now and like actually looking for things after the part towards the end when Heather finds that, you know, the cloth with the teeth and stuff like that, as she goes and she finds like a little like creek and she washes her hand, like she's literally washing the blood off her hands. Oh, dang. Not, you know, like, yeah, she got her hands dirty, but because like she, she says it in like her little, in her little like moment where she's talking about like, she's apologizing to all their moms Moms. and dads. Yeah. Yeah. Saying like, it is all her fault. Mm-hmm. You know, that they're out there because she wants to do this project. Like, she's literally washing her hands off the blood. But then she puts on gloves for, like, the first time. And I remember, like, reading, like, one of those, like, listicle um, things saying that, like, sometimes in, like, movies, especially, like, with there's, like, a very clear villain that, like, they wear gloves. Oh. Oh, wow. So I don't know if that was, like, if that is, like, a known kind of, like movie allegory kind of visual thing but i just thought that was really like interesting because after she washes her hands she's she's freaking out she's having like this moment where she's like trying to keep herself calm because she has just seen this and she's putting on her gloves and then she doesn't fucking tell mike what she found she's like i'm good let's go okay yeah that sucked right yeah if y'all didn't tell me anything like that, I'd be like, dude, what the? Because it's like a clear sign that he's like taken. Taken, yes. And, and some, and, and they're hunted for real. Like, like yeah. she says hunted. Like, yeah, like people are, or something or somebody is after them and they're not, and nothing's going to end well. Mm-hmm. I think that was another quote that kind of gave me chills was like, yeah. we're tired and we're hungry and we're being hunted. It's like, mm-hmm. fuck that. <laughs> Damn. It was it was kind of sad when they were like in the tent and talking about like what food they would eat. That's when you know it's like they're already just kind of deteriorating is when they're just mm-hmm. going on about oh, a cheeseburger or like a cig like cigarettes or like you know my mom's mashed potatoes and i'm like oh, oh that's, yeah it's kind of sad you know when you have that conversation yeah like we're probably not gonna have that again kind of thing so we're just mm. talking about oh, it yeah. i was I, I thought it was interesting too that they started singing like she's like this is america nobody gets lost and then they're like i think mike starts like singing like uh, America the Beautiful, and then they're singing like the next scene, like they're singing like the Star Spangled Banner or something. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. I feel like that is exactly the type of thing I would do, but that's also the thing that like soldiers would do. They would sing when they're walking, mm-hmm. you know, through stuff, and it was like to boost morale. Oh, yeah. To make you feel better, because singing makes you feel better. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was really interesting that they went, you know, especially knowing now that it was all improv, that they decided to go that way, because they're singing and because like they're frustrated, they're tired, they're, they're hungry, things are not going well, but they decide to sing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I just thought that was interesting. Yeah. There's so many little things like in this movie that, that kind of stand out like that. 
even the even whenever she's like, man, like I could um something about her crossing another stream. Oh, like yeah. she she's mentioned something about like that, like if she doesn't have to cross another log for the rest of her life, she'll be happy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and that was the, the last log. one, I think. Yeah, that's the one that, like, <laughs> the scene later, like, when they were walking south and they come across the log again and they start freaking out. And she's like, no, that's not the same log. Like, it can't be. And, like, they don't cross it again. Yeah. Um, she just, like, breaks down crying. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, God. You know, did you did you read this, Alex, about the director, like, giving them less food every day to kind of, like, give <gasps> them that, that vibe of, like, hunger a little bit? Because you really needed to see that towards the end because you could tell they're really, like, tired and they're really just like drawn out i think they i think they were just eating less every day um, as they were shooting yeah i i guess um that makes sense if this uh because i was wondering if this was shot in order Mm. Mm, yeah i don't know i guess it would have been right if there's like no script it's just like let's like literally go get lost in the woods i think so i feel like it would have been shot in order uh, what do you think with what was the noise they were hearing like the first night and stuff? What do you think it was? It sounded like whips, but then also sound like like Branches. it sounded like a whip, and then it sounded like there was a whipping sound, like a breaking sound, and then mm-hmm. there was branches like yeah snapping, but it also sounded like hmm. people were like banging rocks on rocks. Oh, that's what I thought too, mm-hmm. but I guess it's supposed to be someone walking towards them. Oh, I don't, I don't know, know. How? or like walking around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because she. I think one of them mentions that, like, oh, it sounds like someone's walking, and I'm like, mm-hmm. really? It sounds like whips from our end, yeah, or like sounds- rocks breaking. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised nothing happened to them the first night. I thought something was gonna happen right away. Did they in your all's research? Did they say what the blue slime is? Um, or, it no. was KY jelly. Oh <laughs> shit! Really? From a practical <laughs> standpoint, um, yeah. But I like watching the movie. I was like, what? What does this have to do with anything? With anything. Yeah, I'm like, that's just gross. I think that's just like there were... I think the novelty of this film is what made it such a success 20 mm-hmm. years ago. Um, mm-hmm. But I think when you really break it down like, <laughs> like we are, um, it's like there are pieces that don't really like fit Makes well sense. together. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just what you get when you improv an entire movie. Yeah, yeah. is that when you have these like broad ideas and you try and make this like terrifying movie and really what we're seeing is like the t- deterioration of like the human mind yeah. Um, yeah and i think that's why i was like oh this is so like anxiety inducing um mm-hmm. and because like i feel when people are improving like especially if you're not like not that i don't know if they're fully trained in this or whatever but i just mm-hmm. get the sense that like you automatically go to like yelling and their yelling was like hardcore Mm -hmm. like yeah i wonder if like heather's voice like if her throat hurt a lot after oh my god i know she was screaming like fucking crazy like and not just like when they were trying to find josh and when When he lost lost the map dude it was a shitload of screaming yeah other than that i'm like i think my idea of the blair witch project was what scared me more than the movie um and like thinking um that like you were actually going to see the witch and that these stick people had like more to do with it and so i think it's just this like point in pop culture that um was 
like what was scary for me um, because I was so young when it came out. Mm -hmm. But now that I've watched it, it's like, oh, okay. (laughs) Right. Okay. Like, please don't mess up our stream again. (laughs) (laughs) I know. So we've had a lot of technical difficulties and we usually do. And it's like, she knows she's fucking with us. At least I think. I don't know. I'm going to start yelling at Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) Axe! I didn't want to go right in the mic. Um, Okay. So you know how all his shit was everywhere? Mm-hmm. And it's like, did she? P- did they pick them? Like, did he? Did the witch pick Josh? Kind of like it gave me like, mm-hmm. I, I'm overthinking it. This is just like a, a final <laughs> thought on like what we think the actual like myth is or whatever. But like, mm-hmm. it kind of reminded me of like smelling the fear or something. Like the oh. fear is like that's what they're drawn to. And maybe he was more scared. I probably would have gone after Mike more. Oh, but right. like going through all his shit, and it's like smelling his shit and then like i don't know what the slime could be but i guess that, that was something i thought because i was like hmm he was the That's first that true. he was the first one but he yeah. was also like the very first night because the stuff didn't really start happening to the second night that they were there yeah. the very first night he was the only one that heard something because heather was like oh i slept like a rock oh, yeah. so he was the only one that was like got the attention first mm-hmm. so i guess you know yeah maybe he was for whatever reason they chose him because he was also the peacemaker that also makes sense like you take that that person out of the equation and then you have chaos between these two like people on the opposite ends heather and mike you know who Mm -hmm. damn so that's interesting i mean we are probably looking too deep into this because it's all improv (laughs) (laughs) but like it's interesting yeah but yeah it's fun though to like kind of like make your own like ideas of what it really what really could have happened or why this happened and Mm -hmm. it's it's just that's a perfect example like taking that away she's already fucking up with like fucking with them and i just can't even like she this ain't her first rodeo she knows she's had people i think other people have gone missing there Mm -hmm. too and i feel like she's just waiting and i don't know that's just hardcore (laughs) (sighs) alex would you watch it again um <laughs> I think I'm good. It's right. not like I don't know. It wasn't my favorite. I think mm-hmm, it's just mm-hmm. like the style of it. Yeah. Um, like I love nineties movies. Like the Urban Legends, um, well Urban Legends, the first one with Jared Leto. Ugh, love it so much. It's a nineties mm-hmm. one. Um obviously Scream, um, The Craft. I really like nineties mm. horror. Yeah. Um yeah, just like not all of them are going to be winners. I'm not no. like Smiley with Jaws where I'm like, I hated it. Like, <laughs> I'm just, or, or like Tracy with the bad teacher. With, with bad teacher. But <laughs> I'm just like, okay, I'm glad I saw it. It was a fun yeah, one Yeah, it do. was just, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe something you just had to check off. Like, okay, need to see this. All right, we'll go ahead and watch it and talk about it. Yeah. I'm just mainly more in love with the film aspect of it. Like the filmmaking mm-hmm. of it is what yeah. really draw, draws me to it. Me too. I was like, oh, this is, like, the whole, like, I guess the build-up around it, like, the townspeople getting them to comment on it. Because even them, they were, like, that girl in the diner, she's like, mm. Like, she, like everything seems so genuine and authentic. Yeah. And I love that. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like it would be really hard to recreate that today. Yeah. Like, just like that same, like, ambiance and 
genuine because like of how authentic it is because yeah this is stuff that we do all the time like there's a whole generation of kids like moving on like that's all they know is like watching stuff on their phone watching people document their everyday lives and so mm-hmm. it's not a big deal for them but like like Alex said like you know how it feels like she's watching a home movie because home movies were something that people used to do but you wouldn't watch them every day you watch them every once in a while whenever you were feeling right. nostalgic mm-hmm. you know it's just like this little like snapshot in time and so um it, I don't think we could do that today like yeah. the like the Blair Witch Project movie because of course mm-hmm. there's Paranormal Activity, you know that whole series and that's fairly new or mm-hmm. more much more recent but it is I think a really good it was a really good time for that movie to come out before like the explosion of the internet oh, like right yeah. at mm-hmm. the beginning the marketing was still unknown like it took so much it took so long for like people to find out that it wasn't real and then it didn't really happen. When, like, that stuff would have been exposed, like, while it was being made. Yeah. If it was made today. Yeah, which is why I think, um, like, why they kept the 2016 sequel, um, like, such a secret. And it it goes, it jumps, like, into the woods, like, pretty early on in that movie. Because I saw, like, oh. the first half of it. Um, yeah, they don't, like, go through the town. They meet up with two people from the town and then mm-hmm. go to the woods. Like, it's not... Um, it's not like framed the way this one is. Yeah. I feel like more stuff happened in it, right? Hello. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're okay. almost done ever. Hello. Yeah, sorry. Oh my <laughs> almost, god. Which we're almost done. Whoever she is. Okay. I think it would have been harder to watch it in theaters than it is at home. So mm-hmm. I feel like we would have had that same effect where everyone's like, "Fuck, this is too much." Um Mhm. I know this isn't a horror movie, but I mean, it was a decent movie. Did you all see Cloverfield in theaters? No, but I did. Oh, yeah. um, I did read that, like, it is that, like, found footage type thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually like that one. I really did. I like Cloverfield, too. It's been a while since I've seen it. I, I don't know. I might rewatch that because I saw the last time I saw it was in theaters. It was kind of hard to watch it, honestly, but I love the characters and I. I mean, T.J. Miller's not really associated with a lot of things oh these God. days, but he was actually really fantastic in that movie and um, very memorable. And mm-hmm. yeah, I just thought he did a really good job narrating it because uh, he was mainly behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Um, but that it just gave me I hadn't. So when I saw that movie, I had never seen the Blair Witch Project. So it was kind of cool to see, like, you know, the differences between the two. And I noticed there's not a lot of movies doing what the Blair Witch has done. There's been a few, and um, I just don't think anyone could replicate it, like, at mm-hmm. all. Like Amber was saying, like, you can't. And I think that's why we, that's why I kind of wanted to do this movie when I heard Alex had never seen it, because <laughs> I think it's a good, it's a, it's a, like, I feel like people don't give it a lot. Like, if you're, if you bring it up randomly with someone, they're like, movie's so lame. It's like, yeah, I guess so. But when you think about it, it's actually a fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. And for its time, and it's just going to be like, I'm slightly envious that these guys had this idea and they pulled it off in a time that, like Amber was saying, before everything just blew up. And mm-hmm. they timed it perfectly. And I think we, I, I think it's, I'm happy that we have this somewhere. Um, just, I don't know. It was just, it's just so iconic. I just, I can't get, I can't yeah. get enough of that. Are you glad you saw it, Alex? Yeah. Yay. <laughs> did you get up? 
Did you, are you still scared of it like you were when you were little? No, I'm over it now. Yay! We cured it. <laughs> yeah. That's good. We have that. We have that. And oh my God, this has been the most challenging podcast that I've been on. Oh my God. <laughs> so many technical difficulties, y'all. So many, de- and we and we haven't yelled at each other. We've kept it together. We kept it together. See, we're, you know, we just we're keep so- walking south. We'll get out of here. Wait. <laughs> I just want to thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And I hope that you guys like and follow us on our our Twitter and Instagram. I've never seen a Texas. And that's S-C-E-N-E and then T-X. And I'm so sorry if there is something you guys don't like about our podcast. Just, Just give us your feedback and let us know. And... I also, I, I want to thank my friends Alex and Amber for trusting me because I insisted on doing this project and I insisted on continuing even though we had lots of technical diffi- diff- difficulties, which which brings me to our technical producer, Rami Garza, who makes this podcast possible. I, I'm so sorry we had so many technical difficulties <laughs> and I just want to say happy birthday and i and we we love you and okay i'm gonna until next oh my god what was that i'm so scared to open my eyes oh my we're gonna die here